the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Y'all came expecting. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Why? Because this is our year of being relentless. This is our year to be relentless. How many are ready to be relentless, right? Not a failure, not repeating history, but making history. To be relentless, to be uncompromising. This is our year to be relentless at what? In seeking first the kingdom of God. Seeking first God's way of doing things. Pastor Dan started this year out with a challenge. What was the challenge? To acknowledge God first. When we wake up in the morning, we acknowledge God first. Seek him first. Seek him first. Prioritizing him first. How many of y'all still being relentless? Come on, it's July, right? It's July. It's July, and we've been relentless, and now we're, we're producing fruit of that relentlessness, right? We're producing fruit, entering in the kingdom, because we put in his kingdom first. We're prioritizing God first. This is our year to be relentless, to be uncompromising in our pursuit of truth. What is truth? The world is saying there is no ultimate truth. Your truth is your truth. My truth is my truth. That's a lie. That's a cap. That's a whatever y'all want to call it these days. That is a lie, right? Jesus is truth. We seek Jesus. We keep our eyes on Jesus. We look to Jesus. We look to the word for truth, right? We gotta be relentless. We gotta be uncompromising in our pursuit of truth. To be, we gotta be relentless to be conformed into the image of Christ in our everyday lives, right? We come to church, we're in the image of Christ. We come to church, we put our new creation self off, but us out there, us surfing the web, us on our own laptops, on our own iPads, on our own iPhones, us out in the workplace, us out doing our own thing, out in college, out on spring break, out in Vegas, out in New York, out wherever, right? Out of these four doors, or these 10 doors, or 12 or a million doors, how many doors we got in this place? Out of these four walls, are we our new creation self? being conformed to the image of the sun, because when we get out of these four walls, we're wondering, why are we powerless? Why are we powerless out in our everyday lives? Why, why, why? Because we got our eyes focused on the wrong thing. We gotta look to Jesus. We gotta be relentless, uncompromising in our being conformed to the image of the sun. Being, we're not gonna be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values, right? No, we're going to be conformed into the image of the sun. We're going to be conformed into our new creation selves, right? We're going to be relentless to stand courageously in our faith. How many are ready to take a stand? That's right. With our faith, with what we believe in, with what, with, with what the word says, not with guilt, not with condemnation. That's the devil's job. We ain't the judge. We are not the judge, right? No, we're going to be courageous in our faith. We're going to be relentless to stand firm on the word. How many ready? Be relentless, be uncompromising to stand on the word. To stand on the word. It is written. It is written. We're standing on the word. We're going to be relentless to submit our free will 
to the will of God being done in our lives every day. Our everyday life. God, your will be done. God, your will be done. What is your plan? What is your will? What is your direction for my life today, right now? Right now, in this moment, right? We gotta be relentless. We gotta be relentless to resist the lies of the devil. Anybody? The devil is a liar. We gotta resist the devil and he will flee. Who desires to resist the devil, right? And he, him flee. Not be tormented, right? Not be, a, uh, your mind is a battlefield and a playground for the devil. No thanks. We resist, he flees, right? No longer being deceived by the cunning arts of the devil. Guys, he's a con artist. Hello, right? By all the mind games of the devil. Anybody? These wild, crazy, strange, horrible thoughts come into your mind. And what do you do? Think about them. Play with them. Entertain them. No. We're not, no, not us. We're resisting the devil and he flees. We're resisting those thoughts, taking those thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, right? The devil is a liar. He's got false production and theatrics. He's a drama queen. Like all the drama attracts itself to me. Stop. No thanks. No, nuh-uh. The devil's a liar. It's just smoke and mirrors. Anybody seen a movie and the evil? It's just like you pull the curtain, it's just the Wizard of Oz. You pull the curtain and the, the enemy's just like, it's a little. It's just smoke and mirrors. It's Hollywood. That's not the devil, guys, right? But if we fall for the lies, if we're deceived, right? If we don't resist the devil and his lies, how are we going to resist the devil and his lies? Arming ourselves with truth. Why do you think the world is after you that there is no truth? You believe your truth. You believe your truth. No thanks, the devil can play around in there. <laughs> no, I wanna believe the truth. I'm gonna believe the word. My emotions and my thoughts can be all over the place. That's why I need them to align to the word of God. I gotta renew my way of thinking to the word of God, right? We gotta arm ourselves with truth. The way we're going to resist the devil and resist the lies of the enemy is to arm ourselves with the truth, to arm ourselves with the word of God. That's why we come to church to be equipped, to be equipped for the work of the ministry, to be equipped with the word of God, to be equipped with purpose and service, right? Arming ourselves with, with the same vision and purpose as Jesus. We got to arm ourselves to have vision. Come on, let's go. Come on, big dreamers. You gotta have vision. You've gotta have clarity and you gotta keep your eyes on Jesus. You gotta keep your eyes on his plan and his purpose, not your agenda. His plan, his purpose, right? Arming ourselves with the same vision and purpose as Jesus. Arming ourselves with the same mind of Christ. We've been given the mind of Christ. Let's renew that thing. Come on, not just the mind of Sasha. Not just the mind of, of my upbringing, not just the mind of my culture, where I came from, my side of the tracks, my hood, my body, or my whatever. No, I got the mind of Christ. I got to renew my mind to his thoughts, to his kingdom, to his way of doing things, right? 
We got to arm ourselves with the same mind as Christ, with the same heart attitude as Christ. Jesus came here, surrendered himself in a human body, a hundred percent man, a hundred percent God. Come on, conquered the devil, won, defeated, and he surrendered his will to the will of God. His heart was submission. His heart was service. His heart was, I've got a purpose and I need to fulfill that purpose. And every single one of us, we have a purpose. We have a destiny. Arm yourself with the word, right? Arm yourself. We gotta arm ourselves with the mind of Christ, with the heart attitude of Christ, with the same surrender as Christ. And let me tell you, with the same victory as Christ. We, thank you, God, we have victory in Christ Jesus. But let me ask you a question, just like I gotta ask myself a question. What are you arming yourself with? What are you arming yourself with? With YouTube, how's that going? What are you arming yourself with? With Instagram? What are you arming yourself with? Because let me tell you, you're arming yourself at all times. You're arming yourself. What are you arming yourself with? Reddit, with Snapchat, with self-help books? Like self-help books, like a new book's gonna come out and this is gonna be your quick and easy fix to all your relationship problems. This is gonna be your quick and easy fix on how to make money real fast and how to lose it even faster. And this is gonna be your, you know, quick, and this um, New York top seller, best seller. What are you arming yourself with, right? With the motivational speakers, man, because there's lots of them. You're on this TED Talk, from this one to that one to this one to that one. Come on, you're arming yourself with it, arming yourself with motivational speakers, and you're motivated for a minute. And it worked for them. And then we all realized it's a scheme, and the pyramid fell apart, and you at the bottom. You never won. You paid for them. Okay, that's for free. That's for somebody else. That's a different decade, I guess. Arm yourself with the word. We gotta ask ourselves, right? It's a real reality check. What am I arming myself with? Your screen time will tell you what you're arming yourself with. Arm yourself with the word, right? Arm yourself with the word of God. Arm yourself with your new identity in Christ Jesus. I am a new creation. I am in Christ Jesus. I am an overcomer. Come on, you got to renew your mind. You got to renew your your emotions. You got to renew your feelings to your new creation self. And then your emotions will submit to the word. Your feelings will submit to the word. That sickness that's overcoming your body will submit to the word. What are you prioritizing? What are you arming yourself with? Arm yourself with the word of God. Arm yourself with your new identity in Christ Jesus. And arm yourself with the same vision and purpose as Jesus. You have to have vision for your life. And when you have vision for your life, let me tell you, self-discipline checks in. Why? Because you got a vision, you got a goal, you've got a purpose. Those, those um, people who conquer so much things, we're attracted to them. Why? Because it took some discipline to get there. It takes some discipline to get where you're at, right? 
So arm yourself. Arm yourself with the word. Arm yourself with your new creation in Christ. And arm yourself with the same vision and purpose as Jesus. What did Jesus do? What did Jesus do? In Acts 10.38, God anointed Jesus as Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. He had vision. He had purpose. He was on a mission. What was his mission? To disarm the devil, right? He disarmed the devil at the cross. The devil has no legal rights over you. Jesus disarmed him. He has no legal rights over you. All we have to do is resist the mind games. Resist the theatrics. Resist the lies of the enemy trying to keep you bound, right? Trying to keep you a slave to sin. Trying to keep master over you. Nope. No. We've got to resist the mind games, right? How do we do that? By renewing our way of thinking. To be kingdom-minded. To think like Jesus, right? To think like more than conquerors. We've got to renew our old way of doing things with God's way of doing things. Because let me tell you, we already have the victory in Christ Jesus, and as born-again believers, anybody receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior, right? That makes him the Lord of your life. You're surrendered to his authority, to his, his, his lordship, right? We're no longer slaves to sin. Look at your neighbor say, you are no longer a slave to sin. You are no longer a slave to sin. We are now partakers of God's divine nature. So we got to stop acting like slaves. Let's go. We got to stop acting like slaves to poverty. We got to stop acting like slaves to sickness. We got to stop acting like slaves to the sin nature. We got to stop acting like slaves and renew our way of thinking. I am no longer a slave to sin. I am free. But I got to renew my mind to the word of God, right? We got to stop acting like slaves and we got to stop thinking like slaves by letting go of the past. How many are ready to let go of the past? Let go of all that tellies of yourself and let go of all those tellies of everybody else, how they harmed you, how they did this. No, we're letting go of the past, renewing our mind to the word and submitting ourselves to God. Submit to God. James 4, 7. So submit to the authority of God. Resist the devil. Stand firm against him. And he will flee from you. Let me tell you, he will run away from you. He will flee. He will take flight. Man, homeboys, out of here. Chicken butt. He is gone. When you know the word. When you stand on the word. When you speak the word, not when you believe and speak the word. We got to believe in our heart and confess with our mouth the word of God. We believe and we speak. That's how we take in authority. And you know what happens? The devil flees. He be gone real quick, right? Man, he's out of here. When we resist him, we've got to be relentless to what? Submit to the authority of God in our everyday lives. Submit, surrender, come under God's authority. 
right? In your party life, oh, we got to submit that to God. In our relationships, let's submit that to God. With our finances, let's submit that to God. With all of our ambitions, let's submit that to God. Under his plan and his will. We got to be relentless to submit to God's authority, right? If we having trouble resisting the devil, anybody had some trouble resisting the old nature, anybody had some trouble resisting sin, have some trouble resisting sickness, having some trouble resisting poverty, having some trouble resisting, ask yourself, who am I submitted to? Who am I surrendering authority to? Who am I, right? Who am I under the authority of? Myself? That's what the world would like to let you believe. You're your own boss. You have your own mind. You could do it your own way. Go for it. Who am I surrendered to? Who am I under the authority of? Myself? My self-ambitions? My self-desires? My self-esteem? Right? My selfishness? All my self-efforts? No, let's submit to God and resist the devil. Submit to God, right? Submission to God is a voluntary choice. You have to do it in your heart. You've got to say, I want your will over mine. I choose, I surrender my will to your will. Your kingdom come, your will be done. And that's when we're going to have freedom. That's when we're going to have that abundant life that God sent Jesus to give us, to give us, right? Submission is a voluntary choice. It's a heart attitude. Submission cannot be forced. Obedience can be forced. You can be made to do. But submission is a matter of the heart. You got to do that. You got to submit yourself to God's authority over your life. Surrender to his authority, right? It cannot be forced. Following Jesus is following his example. His example. Jesus submitted his will to the will of the Father being done in his life, right? Jesus was under the authority of the Father. He only spoke what the Father told him to speak. He only did what the Father told him to do. He came to show us the Father, right? He surrendered his will. Jesus fulfilled the will of the Father, and so can we if we keep our eyes on Jesus, if we keep our eyes on his example, right? Looking to the life of Jesus. Look to the life of Jesus in your Bible. If you don't have one, get one. Arm yourself with something, right? You need to arm yourself with the Bible. There's an app. Download the app. And all those red letters in the New Testament, that's the words of Jesus. Man, Jesus. Man, he was a savage. Jesus took authority. Jesus walked in the room. He just flipping tables. Yeah. I love looking to Jesus. That's my master. You see me flipping a table just like Jesus. Be careful. Calm down. I get a little excited. Right? But I'm looking to the life of Jesus. That's what I'm doing. That's for sure. Philippians 2.4. Don't merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Have the same 
attitude in yourself, which was in Christ Jesus. Look to him as your example for selfless humility. We look to Jesus. We look to his example. Come on. He is the author. He is the perfecter of our faith. His faith, my faith, his faith, your faith, his faith, our faith, right? Jesus. We're Jesus followers. We got any Jesus followers in the building? Jesus followers. We follow after his example. We look to Jesus. We keep our eyes on Jesus. And we're like, oh, I'm just looking to Jesus. I'm just looking to the Lord. No, you're looking to space. Look to the word. (laughs) That's how we look to Jesus, right? I'm just keeping my eyes on the Lord. That's the sky. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Look to his example, right? Having the same heart attitude of submission, having that same heart attitude of surrender, right? Right before Jesus went to the cross, he sweat drops of blood in the garden of Gethsemane. Jesus overcame his own will. Anybody been under so much pressure that you have sweated blood? That's a bit much. That's deep. And there was Jesus fighting the good fight because he won to surrender his will. Not my will, your will be done, right? The surrender of Jesus's will to the will of the Father is our inheritance through the blood of Jesus. Let me tell you, you have an inheritance. If you don't know, now you know, you need to know. You need to read every line of your inheritance or you're walking around with an all-inclusive, right? You got the keys to everything you need, but you need to get the knowledge of what you already have, right? We have this inheritance in Christ. This is our new creation reality, right? Our new creation reality. We are no longer partakers of the sin nature. The blood of Jesus redeemed our will. We got any strong-willed people in the house. The blood of Jesus redeemed our will, right? Receive your inheritance. Walk in your inheritance. Your will has been redeemed. The blood of Jesus brings us into the will of the Father. We are no longer, we no longer have a rebellious heart driven by our own will. My will be done. I will ascend. Who does that sound like? The devil. Right? I will ascend. The devil thought he's going to overthrow God. Well, well, well. That didn't pan out too well for him, right? No. Nope, he's a con artist and conned himself. Nope. No, we have been set free, right? We have been redeemed. But let me tell you, we still have a free will. (laughs) Free willy, you got a free will. Yes, it's the 90s. It's, It's all over. Just dating myself, right? Whatever. Anybody got a free will? You're wondering, like, why is my, my will's not surrendered? Her will maybe be surrendered, but my will's not surrendered. Your will is. Renew your mind. Renew your mind, right? We have a free will, and that's a free choice. We have to renew our mind to our new creation reality, to our new nature in Christ Jesus, to our new identity in Christ Jesus. But if we do not, look at your neighbor and say, if we do not renew our mind... 
if we do not renew our mind, we stay conformed to this world. We act like the world, we look like the world, we go through problems just like the world, we are crushed under pressure just like the world, we fall apart just like the world, we get a doctor's report and we look just like everybody else. No, not us, we have the word of God. We're standing on the word of God. We're renewing our mind to the word of God. But if we don't renew our mind, we stay conformed. And we stay in our old way of doing things. We stay with our old habits. We stay with our old slave mentality. As a slave to sin. As a slave to sickness. As a slave to poverty. When we have an all-inclusive, paid-for inheritance. Right? We stay powerless over the enemy. This is not a life that we were destined to live. This is not the life God designed for us. We are created in the image of God. Jesus restored that image. We are supposed to live a powerful life, right? Not a powerless life, right? If we want to live a powerful life, then we got to be relentless, what? In our submission to God's authority over our life. God, your will be done. God's authority. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee, right? If we're having trouble resisting the false accuser, he is accuser. He's an accuser of the brethren. He's the accuser of the brethren. He's falsely accusing you. And you know what we sound like? We sound like the devil when we are accusing the brethren, when we're gossiping like the brethren, when we talk in trash about the brethren, the brethren. That bro that ran, that one too. Yeah, you know him. He ran. He done running amok. Oh, yeah, we caught up on all the tea. What do we sound like? The devil. Accuser of the brethren, accuser, accuser, accusing ourselves, accusing ourselves. Remind yourself, no, we're not a slave to sin. Renew your mind to the word. Speak life, speak love, speak truth, right? And when we're having, we're having trouble resisting the false accuser, we're having trouble resisting our old nature, having trouble resisting sin, having trouble resisting sickness, we got to ask ourselves, who am I submitted to? Who, who am I submitted under authority of right now, right? Submission to God is a continual daily choice. So when you fall, get up. When you fail, get up. Submit to God. Change your way of thinking. Change your way of thinking about that situation. Bring it to God. Cast your care. Give it to him because he cares about you, right? Submission to God is a continual heart attitude. This is why we got to guard our heart. Guard our heart at all costs. Guard your heart. Why? Because our heart, our heart can become hard. And that's what the enemy wants, us to have a hard heart against God's will. No, we got to guard our heart. Submission to God is a continual heart attitude of surrendering our will. Surrendering your will. And if you think that's easy, then you never surrendered before. God, your will be done in my life. God, your will be done in my relationships. God, your will be done in my finances. God, your will be done in my children. God, your will be done in my career, in my business. God, your will be done in my family. God, your will be done in my heart. God, your will be done. Submission cannot be forced. 
1 Peter 5, 6. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteous pride so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appropriate time. Man, when you serve and you serve and you serve and you serve, God will honor you. God will put you in a place of promotion. Don't worry about making a way for yourself. Serve God. Submit to God. Surrender to his authority. Humble yourself. Humbling yourself is a matter of the heart. It's a heart attitude. Setting aside our know-it-all attitude. Anybody been there? I know. I know. If you know, then do. We're hearers and doers of the word, right? Humbling yourself, it's a matter of the heart. It's setting aside our religious traditions. Well, I go to church on Sunday. Good for you. I go on Wednesday. Well, good for you. I am the church. You are the church. We are the church. Get a revelation of that. That'll change your life, right? We got to set aside religious traditions. We got to set aside our self-righteous efforts. Well, I read the Bible more than they do. You know, spouses, well, I read more than them. Siblings, well, I did more than them. Well, good. Well, you're judging yourself amongst yourself. We gotta set aside our self-righteous pride, our religious attitudes, our know-it-all attitudes, and trust in God. Trust in his will, trust in his way, trust in his timing. First Peter 5, 7. Casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. For he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. Let me tell you, this takes ultimate trust. Trusting in God's word is the, as the ultimate truth in your life. And this is where life is testing you. The devil is testing you. Do you trust God? <laughs> Let's see about that. What if you lose your house? Do you trust God? <laughs> Let's see about that. What if you lose your job? Do you truly trust God? <laughs> Devil's going to say, the devil's testing you. Life is testing you. Do I really trust God? You know, when that doctor's report comes in, you're like, do I really trust God? That's all I got. doesn't matter. What happens in this life? Here and gone. Temporal. What I have on the inside Come on, my real self, our true self, who we really are, that's what matters. That's the ultimate test. God's not testing you. Life is. Your adversary is. The devil is. This is the ultimate trust. Trusting in God's word as the ultimate truth for our life. Trusting is God's word as the final authority. Who am I surrendered under? God's word. It's the final authority. Right? In our everyday life, trusting in God's word. If God's word said it, then that settles it, and we trust in him. Casting all of our great. Anybody had some intense pressures? Casting all of our, our anxieties, casting all of our fears, all of our anxious thoughts, casting them, putting them on, giving them to God. Here you go. He can handle it. Right? Because God cares for us with great intense regard. 1 Peter 5, 8. Be sober. This is, you know, for everybody who's watching online. Yeah, it's for them. Look at your neighbor say, 
bro, this is for you. Be sober, be well-balanced, be self-disciplined. Here we go. You already know what sober means? Be well-balanced, be of a self-disciplined mind, right? Be alert and cautious when at all times. You know, not just in church, not just with your Sunday fit on, no, at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, he prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry. Anybody hear a lion before? Just even the scrawny little lion at the zoo. You're like, ooh. There's a zoo out there, kind of like where we live-ish. You just, like, I don't want to hear no tigers, no lions, no bears, oh my. I don't want to hear nothing got loose from the zoo. Stay over there. So the, that enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like. Guys, you read that? Like. Like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking whom he may devour. Whom you allow him to devour you. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Nah. <laughs> Arm yourself with the word. Right? How do we do that? Be sober. It means be opposite of being intoxicated. You know, intoxication, be opposite. Be sober, be of a sound mind, be of a well-disciplined mind, taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Does this thought line up with my new creation self? Does this thought line up with what God says about me? Does this thought, come on, we're taking the thought captive to the obedience of Christ, being alert with spiritual alertness because the devil is a liar. He's acting like a lion. He is a little defeated rat with a lion costume on, with the smoke and mirrors. You believe him. Guys, it's a smoke machine. Turn it off. Ooh, little cockroach under your feet. Some of you be running from the roaches, but step on him. The devil is a liar. It's all smoke and mirrors. He's a con artist, right? He's acting like a lion. He's putting on the theatrical show. He's a drama queen. Seeking. Who has an undisciplined mind? Is it you? Is it you? Right now, as the word's going out, there's the devil. Is it you? And we over here. It's me. It's me. It's me. You want to know why? Because the word is going out and we're thinking about this concern and we're thinking about this money and we're thinking about this relationship and we're thinking about this and we're thinking about this care and this worry and this fear and this doubt. And there's the devil. Ha! Playing field. Nope. Not us. Not here. Not at love life. Amen? That's right. We came for the word. We got a well-disciplined mind, right? Not allowing the devil to play games because he's a con artist with his cunning accusations, his deceiving mind games, his false productions, right? Smoke and mirrors. No, we're submitted to God and his authority and we resist the devil. In 1 Peter 5, 9, but resist your adversary, the devil. Be firm in your faith against his attack. Be rooted, be established, be immovable, be relentless. This is the year of relentless. Be relentless, knowing that the same experience of suffering is being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You don't suffer alone. Let me tell you, what do we do? We resist the devil. 
We stomp on him like a little tiny nothing. He is under our feet. Don't let the smoke and mirrors deceive you. Be sober, be sober, be vigilant, be alert. Resist the devil and he will flee. Firmly oppose the devil and he will flee. Stand your ground against the devil and he will flee because he's a liar and he wants to know if you're gonna believe his lie. Be solid in your faith. Be solid in your doctrine. Be solid on the word. Be immovable in your beliefs. Be relentless in your submission to the truth, the ultimate truth, the word of God, the final authority, right? Knowing that you're not alone under pressure. We go through things. Life can be hard sometimes. We may be under pressure and we may have pressure on all sides, but let me tell you, we are not crushed. Greater is he that is in me. We are not crushed, right? Everything in this life is but for a moment. Everything in this life is temporal and it's subject to change just like that, right? Be firm in your faith against your adversary, the devil, who walks around like a lion. Be rooted, be established, be immovable, be relentless to what? To submit yourself to the authority of God. Resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee. Remember, what is submission? A matter of the heart. It's a matter of the heart. Setting aside our know-it-all attitudes, setting aside our religious traditions, setting aside our self-efforts. No, fully trusting in God's word, in his will, in his promises, in his way, in his kingdom, in his timing, right? First Peter 5.10, after you have suffered for a while, the God of all grace, who imparts his blessing and favor, who called you to his own eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, complete, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, making you what you ought to be. To him be dominion, power, authority forever and ever and ever. Amen. Right? Amen, amen, amen. What do we got to be, fam? We got to be relentless in our pursuit of truth. We got to be relentless. We got to be relentless in arming ourselves with the word of God so that we're not powerless against the lies of the enemy. You are a winner because you already have the victory in Christ Jesus. Let's walk like winners. Let's talk like winners. And let's win this world like winners. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. You're a winner. Let's run to win. I love you guys. Have a great night. See you all on Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.